A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Sleep With Me is a show that doesn't really care if it puts you to sleep. In fact, that's kind of the point. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'll be barely engaging, but just get engaging enough to keep your mind off of stuff. And walk at your side, keep you company as you drift off into dreamland. That's the goal of the show. It's quite difficult to describe one of these shows that go on for over an hour to someone who hasn't heard them before. Imagine that friendly, soothing voice meandering along, saying lots of unimportant, inconsequential stuff. For example, recent episodes have devoted lots of time to narrating overly detailed blow-by-blow observations and dialogue from the TV series The Good Place, or without being able to see the pictures, of course. It's the audio equivalent of soft white noise, the background whirring of an electric fan, which is actually meant as a compliment because every month all over the world, hundreds of thousands of people are tuning in to help them drop off. A few people have mentioned it to me recently, including Sam, who tweeted us at RNZ Podcast Hour, saying it was, quote, an essential, quote. I also spotted it on quite a few people's phones as I've been asking them what they've been listening to. And in fact, New Zealand's meant to be one of the show's fastest growing audiences. The man behind that voice you just heard is Drew Ackerman, a.k.a. Dearest Scooter. He's a former librarian living in California who now has a full-time job putting people all over the world to sleep. I asked him to describe the show to someone who's never heard it. I guess it's a bit like a bedtime story you'd tell a child. And I'm not exactly sure. It gets iffy after that, even explaining it as a creator. But it's something that's meant to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake, whether that's like thinking about work or thinking about the past or have listeners that are in chronic pain or they're just dealing with a major life event. And the whole idea of the podcast is I'm going to tell you a story that's going to take your mind off of that and and that the listener is not a character in the story. So they feel a little bit detached and distracted from whatever's keeping them awake. But the stories are kind of a bit dull and meandering and they have a lot of details. So they're, they're not only are they tough to concentrate on the, 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 as you listen, you say, well, I don't think I even need to pay attention to this story. And uh, ideally they, they just slowly drift off in the audio Kind of, kind of fades into the background until they're asleep. You're right. You know, you feel because it's a human voice, you're trying to tune into it. But the way that you talk and the way that you deliver and what you're talking about is very soothing. And you kind of try and tune into what you're saying for a certain amount of time, which distracts you from whatever else you're thinking about. And in the process, I guess you just relax and go to sleep eventually. Yeah, conceptually, it's a bit like having a friend over uh, at bedtime and you say, okay, here's the deal t- tonight. I want you to tell me all about your day and give me all of the details, but I'm not going to listen to you. And uh, usually a friend would be offended or you'd be like, okay, are you going to let yourself out? Are you going to lock the doors? Are you going to leave any crumbs out? Uh, this takes those parts out of it. And it's just like, I'll talk to you and I'll fill you in on, in a friendly way, like a presence that's there just to comfort you and to distract you and to be there for you. But as the listener, you don't feel any pressure to listen to me. Ideally, they don't even feel pressure to fall asleep. Like uh, I do have a lot of listeners 
that are chronic insomniacs and they're just listening to overcome loneliness. Uh, so, so it's just like uh, calling a friend on the phone or calling your mom on the phone and being like, yeah, tell me about your, uh, your, uh, your knitting bee or, or, or the quilt you're working on. Uh, but you don't feel that social pressure to be like active listening. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me more. Oh yeah. I'm so interested in that. Get, keep going. Keep going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, or feelings, physical sensations... Changes in time or temperature, uh, travel, work stuff, whatever it is, whether it's something internal or external, uh, situational, relational, uh, whatever, like something from a musical, because I said, what is that? Is that a line from a musical, situational, relational, foundational? Whatever it is, I'm going to, I'm trying, I'm going to, I'm here to help. I'm here to try to help. I'm going to try to create a safe place and win your trust if you're new. And a safe place just means, yeah, you can kind of, like, uh, relax a little bit, kind of let some air out and see how it goes. It probably wasn't the job that you thought you'd be doing when you kind of mapped out your career. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, I I guess there's a two-part answer to that. One, I will acknowledge is that I do have a a natural ability to be over-superfluous and obsessed with details that other people might not find interesting, and, and I tend to go on long tangents. Uh, but I also am like the oldest of six kids, so we always were telling stories or, or telling goofy stories, or I would be awake and I'd be telling my siblings stories. But yeah, I didn't think these two things would come together and I'd put people to sleep, but it really came out of, I felt like there was something missing, like there's all these sleep solutions and a lot of them feel like they're really pressure laden like oh if you do this this and this you'll fall asleep or oh, if you pay us two thousand uh dollars you know we could give you a system to fall asleep or sometimes they're like serious like find your inner animal and walk with your inner animal and be you know be on the journey and and I, a lot of that stuff just stressed me out personally and so i was like why is it there's something goofy and silly and friendly and I was like, would anybody listen to that? Would would, would it work? Uh, and at some point I just said, okay, let's try it and, and see if if that's possible. But I think for most people, like, it's nice to have a boar friend, which is my job, or a boar bay, or a boar bud, a boar sib, a boar cuz, a boar burr, right? Have we used that term before? It's like your boring neighbor. I'm your boar burr. Did you have problems sleeping yourself? Was that how it kind of started, that you were looking around for, other, for, for solutions to help you sleep yourself? Well, yeah, when I was a kid, I had a lot of trouble at school in, uh, in the early grades, like grade five and six, and I would get in a lot of trouble. So at night, I'd be always stressed about what was going to happen at the next day. And I started listening to comedy radio, uh, and I found it at night not to be sleep-inducing, but it made me feel less stressed out and less alone, and it took my mind off of worrying about school. And I never forgot those two things, like the pain and the stress and the loneliness. But then I never forgot that, like, oh, I felt like a part of these comedy radio shows. Like, I felt like the, the, the broadcasters and the comedians were there for me to keep me company. 
So it was kind of like this weird combination of like togetherness and loneliness uh, 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 that that led to the podcast. And is that is this a full time gig for you now? The podcast. I mean, how often do you record shows and things? I put out two shows a week, and that takes about uh, between four and five recording sessions. And yeah, like uh, just in 2018, I started doing this as a job, like uh, which is amazing to even me. And, and it's really something I really feel lucky to do. Like I get to tell bedtime stories and help people who are in this kind of desperate or stressful situation that I've been in. There's still some nights I won't have any caffeine after 12 o'clock and I'll try to be calm and I'll try to journal or maybe meditate or something. And I still lie my head down and I can't sleep. And it's, it's this baffling thing. And even science, you know, it still doesn't completely understand why we sleep and how we get to sleep. So it could be humbling, but then I guess it reminds me, it's like, okay, uh, this is why, why I make this podcast is I still get that fresh reminder of how irritating it can be. And then how you start to think about, man, I got all that stuff I got to do tomorrow. I can't possibly be tired. And then once the ball starts rolling, it's really hard to interrupt that pattern and and say, well, should I get out of it? Then I start to debate, should I get out of bed? Should I stay in bed? Should I fix some tea? Should I fix some milk? Uh, Maybe I should, no, then I'll have to go to the bathroom. Well, maybe I should get up. Now that I'm thinking about going to the bathroom, oh, no. So, yeah, it could be tough. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lowing, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Rusty meanders, faded sleep dust, meanderwear, uh, which is what I wear under my clothes. Um, my meander, by the way, my meanderwear is not rusty, just my meanders. My meanderwear is uh, laundered. Have you ever listened to your own podcast to help you sleep? <laughs> you know, I've fallen asleep to my podcast, but it's been when I've been editing it at lunchtime <laughs> and I'm like full of, full of lunch and it's warm. And I'm trying to focus on the podcast and I'm like trying to edit out the pauses and stuff like that. But yeah, when I try to listen to it, I guess I listen in a little bit too much detail for me to fall asleep. But I'll listen to something like uh, sometimes I'll listen to classical music. I find the classical radio has a pretty standard format globally where it's like, classical music and then a very calming voice like oh we had just had Brahms symphony at the you know the Prague Orchestra Hall and and that, so so I usually listen to that because I find the combination of the music and the voice is pretty pretty uh pretty relaxing I've got to say I had a slightly awkward moment when I emailed you and I said oh you know let's have a chat about Scooter and his persona I had that slightly uncomfortable feeling afterwards you know when you've seen an an actor and you see them playing a role and then you see them being interviewed in real life in inverted commas and you realize actually they're just they're just kind of almost playing themselves i suddenly thought my god what if drew and scooter are actually kind of the same person i'm talking about this persona and what i can hear is your voice has a similar quality to scooter but you obviously it is a kind of role that you play isn't it and you, the the quality of your voice changes when you're scooter yeah, I think you're really you really nailed it. Like it's like I get to inhabit when I'm playing scooter, I get to inhabit like the best parts of myself and I get to put my internal critic at the like when I sit down to record, I really have to tell my internal critic, "Hey, can you stay outside here? I got to record the show." And I'll be recording and then I can feel the dialogue starting, "Oh, this is not going well. This is going terrible." Or, "Oh, this is not going." And then I have to stop and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm making a podcast." To people put people to sleep. I'm not writing a best-selling novel, so uh, so it really enables me 
to kind of step outside of uh, some of the parts of me that keep me up at night and just be there and be like, just, I do try to imagine it's like, oh, I'm here to just tell you the listener a bedtime story, whoever that one person that's listening is. And maybe it's that one person that's really in desperate circumstances. And in some sense, I'm also kind of trying to calm myself because I could be way too overthinking and over perfection. Uh, and when I'm there in that role, it gives me a context to kind of leave a lot of my uh, daytime daytime stressors aside and just be present for the listener. It's a real skill you've got, though, of kind of going down this conversational cul-de-sac and you kind of loop back on yourself. That's another thing. Like, that could be someone, hey, I'm an industrial fan. I'm a fan of industry. I'm an industrial fan. Or you could be a mass-produced fan for a fandom everywhere. You say, yeah, I'm an industrial fan, industrial strength fan. That's a sleep with me fans for sure. Right, regular? Can I can I get a uh, whoosh whoosh, uh, regular listeners? You just keep going. I mean, I was listening to you going, my God, you know, you just you you can just keep going like this. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I, I guess part of that is is a, a natural proclivity to uh, to over over focusing on on many too way too many details, but it's also just a matter of kind of staying calm and kind of following my thoughts mm. in a little bit of its attached way. Just like if you were out on a drive with, with like a, a older parent or something, and they're saying, "Oh, look at the clouds," and "Oh, look at that cow over there." Oh, why don't you take a right here? There's my favorite tree is down this road. It's kind of like being on that journey. I don't know if it's in my imagination or the collective unconscious or whatever it is, but but it's like I'm there, kind of observing and almost narrating what I'm seeing to the listener. And I'm trying to stay calm and stay in the moment and just stay observational. Yeah, there's really nothing like it that I've heard before. Drew Ackerman, a.k.a. Dearest Scooter of the Sleep With Me podcast. And Drew also shared a few shows he enjoys listening to with me. One is Girl in Space by Sarah Werner. That's meant to be good. Also, one I discovered recently through him is Nocturne, uh, which is a collection of stories and interviews all about the night. And sleeping and insomnia are recurring themes, you won't be surprised to hear. I'm hoping to bring you some of that soon. And let me know if you've found something soothing to listen to to help you drop off at night. Pods at radionz.co.nz is the email address. And in fact, since I spoke to Dearest Scooter, he's become even more of a podcast celebrity because he's just appeared in an episode of 99% Invisible called The Shipping Forecast. It's a really interesting look at the BBC's shipping forecast and how this has helped lull generations of insomniacs to sleep. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 